here we are, episode two. We made it to two so far. Yeah, man, this is awesome. Not too bad. Not too bad. Let just get this a little. I'm just gonna put it a bit closer to your palate. Don't bite. Just the a mic. bit closer to your lips. <laughs> Don't bite the mic. Daryl Campbell, how's it going, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing okay, man. It's awesome. It's Saturday. I just got a huge pump at the gym for about mm. three hours. Three hours. What'd you do? Finished off decline at around 435 for a couple presses. Started it with about 25 reps of 315 mm. just to get the blood flowing, you know? Oh, yeah. Just pump a little it. bit, you know? What, the, what was the 315? 315 for 25 reps. That's where I started. It was great. Just a little light. Deadlift 700 pounds today was great. A couple times. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a strong man. No, you, you're a strong man. You're in every. Man. You're a strong man. Every man. It's that's it. Strong man. Every man. Every man is. Uh, you know, everybody, everybody wants to be strong, so don't don't shy away from well, it. Well, I mean, hey, brother Jay, you've got traps. I've got traps. Oh, I'm working on them. We can use them, and we should use them. The Lord gave you traps for a reason. <laughs> you gotta trap it up. So, <clears throat> getting a pump, throwing some heavy weight around, 700 Absolutely. pounds, Absolutely. 315, I played, 25 I played reps. catch in the kids' club with a few uh, children I didn't know. I, I'd imagine you just destroying kids in dodgeball. Is that, is that's, that accurate? That's pretty much what happened yeah. uh, right around that. Some f- angry parents. You have to, especially when you catch them right off the line, boom, right in the face, <laughs> boom. It's just like, I love that sound, That sound too. of like a red you know, gym ball hitting off somebody's head. That, yeah. that rubbery... Yep. Yeah, right off a, the dermal layer of their face, it's got, a, it's got a certain it's got a certain tanginess to it. Yeah, it's got it it's hits nice. you like like um, like key lime pie, mm. but not the taste away. Like just you see it, Pooh. oh Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So it sounds like you had a pretty decent start to your uh, to your Saturday. Awesome start, man. And then of course we're awesome. here in the Everyman Podcast headquarters, situated in a secure location. Absolutely. It's like Fort Knox. That's right. <laughs> well, you know, you got to be uh, safety first and then teamwork. It's, uh, it's all about the That's teamwork. the extractus media motto. Mm-hmm. So episode one was uh, was pretty sweet. I yeah. uh, had a great time talking with John Petrucci, who's uh, just a humble guy, you know, somebody that uh, he could he could totally be, be a big shot if he wanted to. Sure, and sure. Uh, you know, just just a, a humble dude, um, very gracious and given given us some time. So, really, uh, you know, thank you to John. Uh, thank you to the uh, Dream Theater Big publicity ups. team Big for ups. for helping facilitate that. And of course, thank you to our sponsors, Ernie Ball Music Man, for also helping get the message out and oh, sure. helping provide great gear to make this here production happen. So that's it. Really excited about that. So. Distance over time came out. We were listening to that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know you're kind of new to the Dream Theater. Uh, what you're bringing universe. me into your world, though, Jay. Yeah, I love it. Man. I have a tendency to do that. I get <laughs> yeah, I do. get to know people, and then they become similar to me. It's weird. Yeah. So I'm gonna get a velour suit to match you. You have to because the rain beads off very easily. Right, and yeah. I'm all about multi utility. You know, utility. <laughs> you gotta have it. <laughs> you want, you need to have flexibility in your outerwear. Rain, snow, heat, breathable material. Breathable velour and moisture wicking, <laughs> no doubt. You could, I mean, you could probably line that with some sort of bulletproof material, like uh, like Kingpin. You oh know? yeah, dude. How he's got those suits that are yeah. That's that's <laughs> what I need. 
If I could get like a ballistics version of a it's Velour great. Adidas tracksuit. It's great for raindrops, shrapnel, and right. armor-piercing bullets. And, like, you and should, casual. You should wear one. You and, should and wear one. comfort on flights. It's <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Velours, that's definitely a look. I'm, so, you know, you'll get a little bit of me and I'll get a little bit of you. And, mm-hmm. and you know, together we'll become. I got to get some tats, though. Like, you got the tat game going. Yeah, let, yeah let's get you. Uh, I got to get tatted up. Something maybe on the I'm back of your, the back it, of your head that just kind of like a dragon. <laughs> Just like like, a, like or, you're or, wearing a dragon's head, or, or like a large uh, cobra, cobra snake, like from GI Joe, like Serpentor, oh yeah, like the big just the, right over the Serpentor, dude. just wraps right around. Has my there eyes. ever been a more like <sighs> Serpentor was like he has a he has a flying snake like hoverboard. He's got a a staff <laughs> that can fly through the air and. Yet he gets taken out in the easiest way possible. There's never been a more underwhelming supervillain. Well, well, you know what? It's, than it's, Serpentor. It's like you know when you try too hard. Okay, so you're on this 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 hoverboard cobra snake machine. You're wearing an outfit that phalanges out in a cobra snake. You you have you, <laughs> you have, have rocket, the appearance of a cobra. You've got rocket fangs, like. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, God, they, you know that was the problem with Cobra. They didn't. They spent so much time on their on their costume <laughs> choices. They, all the pageantry that was involved with with Cobra, they, uh, they never spent any time training on accuracy. Their, no, their lasers are going fourteen feet over <laughs> Roadblock's head and tunnel rats coming around. He's like, you know, they can't. They couldn't hit him to save. It's like, what are you doing? You're the worst supervillains ever. As proficient as Snake Eyes was, right? There was he's not the, one literally point, the like, only one who was had any sort of skill. He's like, I'm not even dodging. They can't shoot worth shit. Like, yeah. it's crazy. I'm not even do- yeah, just walking forward, <laughs> just walking through this thing. Oh, God, Serpentor. <laughs> yeah, he's what a disappointment. Oh my gosh. Ah oh, man. There was there's there had to there had to have been. Somebody on an army that was just like, you know, this dude's such a tool. He's going to get taken out one day. I'm telling you. So easily. Yeah, somebody who designed his outfit didn't, they, they weren't a big fan of his. The the Cobra research and development. Just waiting for the day for someone to throw a foosball at him. And then he goes flying <laughs> off the his, his biggest weakness is anybody uh, approaching him from the side because of his flanged <laughs> codpiece helmet. Oh, my Cobra, I'm caught. <laughs> You know, supervillains, they don't, they just don't, they don't make them like they used to. No, they don't. Can't. So, uh, yeah, distance over time. We're listening to that. It's uh, pretty epic. Pretty powerful shit. Yeah. Shred you, on uh, is ridiculous, what'd you, man. What do you think about that shred? You know what? And correct me on this because I'm not, I'm not as, I should say, um, versed in the, the, the metal world as, as you. But um, if I can use the word scalar as 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 awesome as he went up and down scale wise, I like that shredding. He's a scalar. Just I mean, all the way up and all the way down, just yeah. drops you. It's like a rock with, climber with just the utmost accuracy and control. It just sounded beautiful. And yeah. I'm not like I'm a metal dude, right? But like you being around you helps me appreciate the art of it even more. Well, I think a lot of people from an outside perspective, they kind of, they have this idea of what, me- it's like a, a one-dimensional highway right. of metal. And then like, you know, the the stuff that Extractus does is, is, is one vein of it. And then, you know, what Dream Theater does is another. And there's mm-hmm. some, there's multiple levels of uh, shred or scaling. Scalar you know? does it? It's like you can scale up or down yeah. with the shred. It's very yeah. nice. 
but Dream Theater lands on the far end of that uh, mm-hmm. that shred. The goat. Yeah, the. I mean, it was just it was great. So it was great having John on. Um, you know, the Everyman Podcast. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be talking to a lot of people from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we want to tell the story of hard work for a purpose for a goal yep what what gets you up what keeps you up what keeps you going when you get pushed back down yeah you know ebbs these and are flows things. man ebbs and flows everybody yep. goes through it and i think everybody from uh you know like we heard with john talking about ups and downs with uh band members coming and going uh legal issues with you know contracts and record labels and it's not always a big bowl of cherries, you know. Yeah. There's there's a lot that goes into it, and I think that's something that that everybody can relate to. So that was really cool. Yeah. Um, so I thought we should touch on a little bit of uh, current events with uh, with the happenings of the National Football League. Mm-hmm. So we just wrapped up uh, the season, yeah. Super Bowl Fifty Three. Yes, yeah, so Fifty Three. Big Five Three. So obviously the Patriots, we know by now. Patriots won. The Rams just didn't show up. Don't don't quite know what happened there. <laughs> I don't either. But um, you were there. Yeah. So let's talk about. I was there. Tell me about what that was like. What was the like leading up to that? What was your work workload like? Uh, um, did you see any celebrities? Uh, you know what? I I got a I got a chance to catch up with uh, my buddy uh, Cameron Jordan before the game, and uh, he was walking around the field. Um, a little disheartened that he wasn't actually playing in the game. Um, and I'm, I'm sure as, as you guys know, there were, there were, there were some issues that led to him not being able to play in that game that he was still fervently like lamenting. Right. So, um, you know, after a couple, you know, I got to live with this for the rest of my life. So, you know, we, we exchanged, we embraced and shook hands and dapped it up and, and he went about his way. But, um, the game itself leading up to it was great. Um, my workload consisted of uh, podcasts and um, uh, Disney work, uh, which is why I was in that maelstrom after the game right. trying to get uh, the I'm going to Disney World shot with uh, Julian Edelman and uh, That's a big Tom money. Brady. That's a big money shot right there. It is. And uh, it took uh, a, a big money crew to do that and <laughs> um, a, a lot of, uh, uh, I should say, relying on those deadlifts <laughs> and, and uh, bench presses uh, to to move people around to get the shot. So so just for a little context here, I'm 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 watching the end of the Super Bowl, and uh, the clock hits zero, and you know the the craziness surrounds Tom Brady, mm-hmm. mouth kissing Robert Kraft, <laughs> the whole bit. You know, it was a beautiful Tom, sight. It was I a beautiful sight, watching two men embrace, and by face, <laughs> embrace in the face. <laughs> And then I'm looking at the television, and I see my friend and podcast partner, Daryl Campbell, just standing there smiling, looking around, looking excited, looking yeah. up at the lights, and just having a great time. And I said to my girlfriend, I said, babe, look, there, there's Daryl. <laughs> I, I knew he was there, but I didn't think he'd be there, like right there. So what was going on there? Like, What, what was the deal with all those people? Why, why were they? Well, you know, and in past Super Bowls, the, the I should say everything is, is a constraint is a controlled medium. Um, this one was not that way because uh, the 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 patrons that do don the 
credentials for zero second and then two minute uh, all decided to go on the field at one time. <laughs> so explain that, the, the two-minute, for, for those of us not in the biz. <laughs> for those of you not in the biz, if you have zero-second credentials, that means when the clock strikes zero, you're able to go on the field. And if you have two-minute credentials, you have to wait two minutes before you can go on the field. Um, I think uh, th- that the ones with two minutes said, fuck it, and I'm just going. Right. That's <laughs> and what that's what, like, and that's what happened. Like, so. I'm not going to miss this shot yeah. of, of Robert Kraft kissing Tom I'm Brady pretty sure the there were some safe workers that got melee. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? So, <clears throat> what do you think the historical significance is of, uh, of all this with Tom Brady? I mean, does this obviously cements him as, as the GOAT? You know what? He was cemented as as the goat before the game. Yeah, we all we all kind of knew who he was going up against and who Belichick was, who who he was, who he is, who they are as a team, as an organization. Um, they're a team that has seen it all, done it all. They are masters of situational football. So there isn't anything that Tom and <laughs> Bill Belichick haven't gotten into that they weren't ready for, and it just showed up this Sunday. Did you get a chance to break down any of the, the film casually? I know uh, you've been busy, but did you did you look at it? What did you think? You know what? I, I think they had a great game plan. The Patriots did, especially defensively going up against a zone running offense. Um, they didn't take the ploy. They, went, they got vertical and basically um, displaced everybody that was on the field. It was... So it's that's what you're supposed to do. They forced them to play the game that they wanted yeah, to come in and play. For yeah. sure. Well, that's the mark of uh, great preparation. Mm-hmm. And that's a great theme of Every Man Podcast is preparation. Gotta have it, baby. So another thing uh, it's really been interesting following the, the saga of uh, somebody near and dear to my heart, Mr. A.B., mm. Antonio Brown. I just, as a yeah. Steelers fan, man, I just... You know, and and I told my my fantasy football boys, I was like, "Listen, guys, don't worry. It's nah, they're gonna work it out." Yeah. And uh, you know, I know there's a certain someone who's holding me accountable to that statement right now. So, we'll see about that. But <clears throat> I just don't understand the thought process of of exposing yourself like that as Antonio Brown to be to kind of make yourself look like a bit of a clown. Yeah. And and really devaluing yourself when you have a you're under contract right. for a while and right. you've got a money contract that isn't going to just be easily swapped out right so like you know it's like the old you know the the michael scott meme from the office i declare bankruptcy you can't just declare you know <laughs> yeah. you can't just declare guaranteed money in free agency it doesn't right. really work like that yeah so so where do you see what do you think's going on with that where, where do you see him going you know what i i I'd love to speak on where he's going, um, but I don't want to be that much of a prognosticator. I should say that Fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll just speak to what has happened, and being a former player, I, 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 the, the words conduct detrimental get thrown around when you do things that you know everybody sees as you know a little immature, and as you just uh, alluded to, it devalues the organization, it devalues the team. You know what I mean? You have to understand what your lane and your place is as a professional athlete, as a point person at your position for that organization, and you have to do it right. When you don't do it right, you, you wind up in the situations that you're in right now. 
So it seems like from from an outsider that there was a there was a kind of an impasse where his production on the field became overshadowed by the issues that he's bringing to the table and like you can't regardless of what people think about uh, Big Ben, you know, I'm on the I'm on the ride 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 until the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. End of the the conversation. But um you know, he's the guy I'd hitch my team to and, and definitely his style of leadership, I could see rubbing people the wrong way. And then you have a guy like Juju coming up, and uh, he's scaling as well. Right. So I feel like maybe he's having a bit of like a midlife wide receiver crisis. <laughs> maybe to a degree. Yeah. Yes. It's it's you know what it is. It's it's hard when people are a bit disgruntled, right? It's it's and this is why we're talking about this on the Everyman podcast because everybody goes through it. There's, you're gonna have a day when you go to work and you're just not gonna feel it, right? Right. Um, you're not gonna feel the pressure by the boss, the the pressure the pressure by the institution organization you're working for. You're just not gonna feel valued or welcomed or or loved the way you want you you would like or underpaid. But you have to understand, hey, the platform that I am that I'm on is the platform that I'm on, and it's isn't going to change until I should say breaks ebbs and flows and things of that nature kind of coalesce to where you're on the path that you'd like to be on and you just got to keep grinding until you get there right and he says he's all about you know winning a championship and and you know I can't say he's had a great career with the Steelers and he's been one of the most productive offensive players they've ever had and you know he's largely stayed out of trouble and you know so it's not to say that i think he's like all of a sudden oh he's trash or anything but um you know i wish i wish him the best of luck in his future endeavors (laughs) yeah that's it's it's what it's looking like it's gonna gonna happen here he's probably gonna be somewhere else and and hopefully you'd like to think that he learns from this um like i said if it happens he learns from this and wherever he goes he understands that uh, it's it's always going to be team and organization first, and you're just a part of that to to get to the big show. And, and the NFL, mind my uh, assumption, it really is all about the team. Mm-hmm. And, and there's no, you know, the media kind of portrays, does their thing and makes players out to be bigger than they are. But I feel like inside the walls of these teams, it really is all about, you know, who's – who's here for the the sole purpose of being a champion and who's not yeah i mean locker room you know locker room banter um organization how you move and shake inside those walls it's all about team and and, and again it's all about getting to super bowl 54 for right. for all 32 vendors and because you know bill belichick right now is sitting somewhere in cape cod or something <laughs> martha's vineyard <laughs> right with his 35 year old uh second wife and on his yacht <laughs> And he's just, he's looking, yeah. he's looking at the Dolphins right now. He's watching all 22 tape on a canoe yep. somewhere in the Serengeti. Just, you know what he's doing. Yeah, he's, 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 he's scaling. What year, he's man. scaling right now. Yeah. That's all he's doing is scaling. So, yeah, I saw some people, some wishful New England people saying, oh, we're going to get AB. You're not going to get AB. It's not going to happen. So, good luck. I, here's the thing, though, I will say is from Bill Belichick and the, the organization itself being able to take bottom basement guys and turn them into like, you know, phenoms. I mean, I say the words Kyle Van Noy and his presence in that game overshadowed Aaron Donald, who's arguably he, he, the best he took defensive over the game. lineman. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just it's just ridiculous. Game. So, 
you know, for him to if, if you have those those uh, New England those those Patriot fan hopefuls that are like, hey, you know, we might get AB. If you do, I tell you one thing: that stuff's not going to fly <laughs> with the Patriots. That's for sure. So, um, well, everybody remembers when uh, Ocho Cinco went to New England. That didn't didn't oh, pan out. No, it didn't. And and it, and it won't. Like I said, it's just that's just not the standard they, that they hold themselves to. So, but can't argue with the results. No, you cannot. You the can't. proof is in the pudding. You might want to, <laughs> but you you're right. Proof is in the pudding. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll ever see another uh, a run like this. Uh, there's we got to just really fa- face the possibility that this is just the NFL now, and that for ever until he's done. Belichick is just he's figured out a certain way that nobody else can compete with and he knows what he wants and maybe this is it. So Dude, master, pack like it in. I said, masters of situational football. And it's not it's 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 not about it's 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 not about players players it is about to a, to a certain degree it's about the players, but Bill Belichick has mastered situational football whether it's beginning of the season, playoff time, postseason, Super Bowl, Three quarters, nothing's happening, and in the last four minutes, you just just tank whoever's right. going against you. It's crazy. Like I, I could see them doing a whole season where they only need to score six points a game. Yeah, like, you know, like why not? Just it, I, I just I trust them. As long as you get a, a notch in the win column. That's I all mean, that he matters. had the, the the what Doug Flutie pulled off that drop kick. Like Dude. people didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> people forgot because that's been do done in sixty years. We can do it now. <laughs> Two points. Why not? Yeah, that's great. That's well. Funny. I'm looking forward to uh, to a nice 2019 filled with uh, new digital content. Mm-hmm. We're going to be taking over YouTube. We're going to be taking over SoundCloud. For sure. We're going to be pushing it out any which way we can. World domination. Global domination of pinky the, in the brain. digital Just content highway. But we're both pinky and we're both brain. That's... We're one of the same, man. It's, it's we're good. every man. <laughs> we've got we've got the perfect blend of pinky <laughs> and brain in each of us. Yeah, man. So, um, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. We've got uh, some cool interviews coming up. Appreciate you guys. We're gonna man. be uh, talking to uh, a professional wrestler. Yeah. So that's gonna be fun. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Every man podcast.